Hello everyone, welcome again to Beyond the Real Podcast. <laughs> I feel like I forgot what the name of the podcast was in that split second. I was like, oh my god, what's the name again? Anyway, um, well, welcome, welcome back everyone to another episode of Beyond the Real Podcast. Uh, this is not just going to be like the normal, you know, episode you come to expect or you've come to expect. It's actually going to be a sort of year in review style episode. Um, we are aware that we didn't keep our promise uh, to come back sometime during the year. Please forgive us and just take this as a kind of peace offering uh, before we fully come back. Guys, we tried to, like, we actually tried to get back. But, you know, things happened. It was really beyond our control. And then... Oh, look at us, we're here today. We're sorry, we're really sorry, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we are not proud and we are sorry. Like, we actually even recorded, but a lot of things just happened. As in, we really do not take our audience for granted, so I think it's fair to just try to explain ourselves. Yeah, we owe you guys that explanation and apology. We're sorry. <laughs> So yeah, like moving on, moving on, like it's been a while guys, like even for, for personally, I think for myself, Aisha and Isiwa, it's been a while where we actually had like a proper, proper long conversation, like just between us three or amongst us three. And, you know, I I think from my side, I would really like to know, um, you know, how each of us are feeling, right? And I can start, right, if you want me to, just to kick it off. Um, Shit. Yeah, so I think for me, I first of all, like, I, I think I had a really great year. Of course, like, you don't, you don't really have all the upsides and then no downsides at all. But I think if I were to look at the year from January till now, yeah, I, I, I'm in a really good space. I'm... I, I, that would be it for me, really. I, I don't think there's anything else I can say to embellish or describe how I'm feeling. A lot of things have happened this year. Um, as humans, we tend to dwell more on the sad things or the not-so-good things. But to be honest, one word for me this year too is going to be grateful. Like, I'm really super grateful to... God, I'm grateful for family, I'm grateful for friends, I'm grateful for the opportunities I've had. Wow, it's it's looking like gratitude is the theme. Let's hear from <laughs> you say what. <laughs> you know what came to my mind when you guys were talking? I don't know if you've seen this Instagram or TikTok like audio, like this year drained me. Oh my god, I know that sound. That's my theme. <laughs> like nah fam. This year drained me. But I mean, above it all, I'm grateful. Right. So moving on, is there anyone that wants to just say one thing that comes straight to their mind in terms of highlights? What was that one thing for you that happened this year that was like, it made your whole year when it happened? Hello, I graduated. (laughs) I had a feeling you were going to just dive in with that. (laughs) First of all, it's like the most recent thing that's happened, right? In terms of like really big news. 
for you and even amongst the three of us when I think about it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's super fresh in memory. Um, how does that make you feel? Like, Isiwatu, you had a really intense two years on this program. Like, <laughs> did you, was it relief? Was it just joy? What was going on in your mind? Like, the day you actually finished? To be honest, I think it was more of joy than relief, Seth, because I think I still not like I've still not felt that relief. Like it hasn't hit me yet that I actually graduated. Like I'm not going to be going to school in the next two weeks. You know, in Yoruba, what's it eat me? Well, yeah, like it's 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 a major highlight for me this year. I'm thankful, and I think I'm going to miss school. Like it's it's funny I'm saying that because I was really looking forward to graduation and then all of a sudden it feels like ha, what will I do with my life? I think I want to go back to school. And for some weird reasons, I suddenly miss grading my students. Like I don't know. Oh this is is this still is you are talking on this podcast? Because I remember vividly all your bloody complaints about this student is asking you one question about when they're supposed to submit something or the other and all of that. And it's like, now it's sounding like you've forgotten all that pain. And Do you get, do you get, like, I literally encountered all the questions, all the excuses you can think of in this life of any student. And then it just feels like, oh, now that I'm like over it. I want to go back to that merry go Ah, no, 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 no. That's why we both, you know, that's why we have the agreement of you just picking up a PhD along the way. It's not a big, it's just a small thing. No, see, it's not even negotiable. I'm sorry. PhD, <laughs> Mbano. You know, I've been saying this since, since you guys. Take one for the team. <laughs> you said I do it for the team. <laughs> In my grandma's words, after masters, na mistress, and that's some period. Never say never. Just calm down. Just breathe. I have already said this never. Don't worry. Moving forward. What about you, Aisha? I'm, I'm curious. What was like your highlight for, for this year? Okay, on my own end, it's basically one highlight. I, I, have, I got married earlier this year, which is a major highlight for me because that single like step has actually made my life like 100 times better, easier richer yeah i think aisha like your news is like super super great i think for me it was also something that it's very close to home because you know i knew both of you guys and like oh anybody matchmaker yeah to actually see like if i remember the day that your husband asked me that oh i'll find this person or and the whole thing just happened in just like a very short time. And you guys are having the time of your lives now. It's just, it still shocks me. But I guess whatever, whatever is destined will, will happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's been, it's been really amazing. Moral of the story to our audience. Listen to our podcast. If you don't do anything for yourself in 2023, at least listen to our podcast. <laughs> Anyway, like in terms of highlights for me, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to follow the thread of what Aisha said here. Like, um, although technically I did not just get married this year, 
we did finally get to you know celebrate with our family back home the the wedding and all of that and you know i've not been home in like three plus years at the time so just having the opportunity to go home see my mom you know leading up to the wedding all the craziness that comes with planning a wedding and all and it went really well Planning a Nigerian wedding. Planning planning a Nigerian wedding. And yeah, I got to see Anifa after like three years. Like it was really nice. Congratulations, oh congratulations. Thank you. Don't be jealous. Voila. <laughs> is there something you want to say, Simon? I did not see Anifa. That is the something I want to say. How else can I say that? Eh? But okay. It's okay. Yeah, and I had two highlights. So I think the other highlight for me was getting promoted at work. Senior engineer, Anifa. Please, you guys, don't start. Doff my hat. Wear your crown. Yeah, I, I particularly am very proud of the promotion because I, you know, I, I think early on this year, I did put in a lot of effort and at work. Um... At the time, I didn't know how visible it was, those, you know, efforts and to just get the feedback that, you know, X, Y, Z sees you, people really commended you on this, you know, we, we think you're ready for the next level. Um, that kind of validation was, was super, super, you know, good for me. And so like, yeah, those were my two major highlights for the year. <laughs> um. Just to talk around the highlights too, what were some of the activities for you guys this year that, you know, you were just so pumped about um, outside the weddings, outside the graduations? Um, so I think I'll just go first. I'm still struggling with consistency, shower, but when I get to do it, I get to feel good, right? And that is being conscious about, like, where it's like trying to do this healthy eating, incorporate fruits, vegetables in my meal, and also work out. Like the interesting thing about working out is I might be consistent for like two weeks, one month, and I go again and I come back again, like low, high. But yeah, whenever I tend to like do it, I always feel great. And it makes it like a boost to start my day, this kind of thing. Great. Um and I think for me, like the things that really made me very pumped this year was like, I think tutoring was one of them, right? So for people that don't know, I I live in the UK and there's this organization called Code First Girls here in the UK. And basically what they do is um, train women on how to code and then they have different tracks and all of that. So... Uh, in February of this year, I started working with Code First Girls part-time just as an assistant tutor. And then I started working eventually afterwards as a lead tutor. And it was such a big part of my year as well, especially the first half of the year. And I just really enjoyed going back to nail down the basics, coming to class. And I really, really enjoyed the question. A lot of students were super responsive, very curious. In fact, they would ask some things and I would wonder, oh, why didn't I ever think of that? So I think tutoring overall was great for me. Being able to help people that way was amazing for me. 
Well, for me, I would say that what really created energy for me this year was networking, uh, meeting new people, and most importantly, meeting recruiters, like meeting employers, because I knew I was going to graduate at the end of this year, and I needed to get a job, I needed to meet recruiters, I needed to get out of my comfort zone. So what I did differently this year was... I made sure to attend all the conferences you can think of, like all the conferences, because it was, to me, getting a job was like a driving force for me. I wanted to, you know, put myself out there. I feel like I didn't do enough last year because I really wanted to get an internship for this year, like just summer internship, but I didn't get anything like deal of last year's effort. Not like I did much, but I mean, I could have done better. So this year was... For me, the goal was get a job, graduate. So, guys, I would have said this at the beginning of my highlights for the year. But, you know, I was trying to form humble. You know, I didn't want to brag. But, guys, guys, are you ready for this? Everything I did paid off because I didn't just get a job. I got jobs. As on jobs. Multiple offers. Mama the mama. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I didn't say that better. Like, I didn't say the way I wanted to say it, but anyway. You wanted us to feel it. You wanted the drum roll to happen. You know. <laughs> but but yeah, like, so for me, like, Isiwat, as someone who knew when you were applying last year versus this year to all these jobs, what is that thing you did differently? Are you attributing your multiple offers to the fact that you just put yourself out there a lot more? Or did you have to do some other kind of like self-improvement in terms of how you approach the interview? Yeah, I can attribute it to me putting myself out there. You know, right from time, like even before starting my master's degree, I've always been on like self-improvement, especially career-wise. And then I feel like this year was really different because, like I said, it was a do or die affair. So if putting myself out there, if going to meet recruiters was going to like solve the problem, then I was just ready to like dive in. Do you get? Last year, what I did mostly was, you know, apply. In fact, there are like a lot of things that I think I should have done better last year. But, you know, due to fear, at some point, I didn't believe in myself, to be honest. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I didn't, um, I didn't apply to some jobs that I think I could have qualified for because I felt like, nah, what they're asking is bigger than my head though, and, you know, all of those things. But guess what? Most of those jobs I, you know, ignored last year like they were mostly the jobs I you know gave it my all this year and most importantly like I said networking helps like it really helps going for those conferences helped me to be honest because if I had stayed within the comforts of my home or just stay back and not do anything I mean what would be would be but I probably wouldn't have gotten the multiple offers I got do you get you know when the first one came it felt like oh let me be this so I can do this too (laughs) And then they started coming and I'm like, okay, I think I just needed to put myself out there. I needed to convince people that, yes, I can do the job. I can do this. And I think I also like approached the interviews differently this year. You know, I incorporated everything I was doing, like everything I did, you know, social lifestyle, um, intercurricular, be extracurricular, rather like, you know, all of the things I did this year was like a highlight of my interview. Like there was no interview I didn't do this year. I didn't talk about what I was doing in school, what I was doing, you know, on the side and all of that. And 
honestly, at some point, I didn't feel like interviews with like the recruiters. It felt like a conversation and I'm like, okay, go get it, girl, you know. <laughs> I, I think what you're saying is really interesting, right? And maybe we can touch on it in another episode where we talk about like technical interviews and all of that. But it's interesting that you said that you know you felt a lot more comfortable talking about your extracurriculars as opposed to just showcasing your technical skills because usually people think that you know you just have to be good technically and you should be able to get a job but as this is what just highlighted it's quite um important to also touch on all those extra things you do the things that make you you and what you bring to those roles so yeah, I'm really, really, really happy to to hear that it worked. Good, good to see and good to kind of witness the growth. So in terms of low lights, right, like things that didn't maybe quite work out the way we, we wanted it to during the year or some things that we really planned to do that, you know, we didn't end up doing. I'm, I'm curious to hear from you guys, like, were there things like that for you or things you actually tried and you, you just really sucked at? And it just became a very low point for you during the year. So one of my biggest low lights this year was actually losing my uncle, like one of my uncles. And I think for me, it was very shocking as much as it was sudden because I actually didn't know, you know, what had happened that happened until I traveled down to Nigeria. And as someone who was kind of expecting to see all my family and, you know, catch up with them and laugh and share everything that's happened after all this. It was very sad. It was also sad for me because it highlighted the fact that like this was someone I had on my WhatsApp and I should have actually noticed that, oh, I'm not really seeing much of this person's post or um, what's going on. Like I've not heard from my uncle in a bit. And because I was so busy planning going back home and a couple of things that I, I wasn't just in that WhatsApp mode. So it was a low light and it kind of was like a call to, I don't know how to put it, a call to action for me that, you know, first of all, family bonds are things we should always strive to maintain. And I would even extend that to family and friendship bonds, right? I think naturally there'll be times where people drift apart, things happen, life gets in the way, especially when you don't even live in the same place and all. But always being conscious to call yourself back to say, okay, I need to check with X, Y, Z, or I need to call this person just to say hello, or should I, I should send a text and, or just keeping in touch, you know, really, really is important because you, you really just don't know how much time you have here on earth. You also don't know how much time they have here. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. And if uh, I understand how that must have made you feel, or maybe I don't understand, but, you know, <laughs> we can't put ourselves in your in your shoes. We don't know how it actually feels deep down, but I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Any other low lights that were not so low? <laughs> oh, my God, the reason say, be like, see my low lights, no low. No, no. Honestly, for me, I would rather say the things that drained my energy this year. Um, uh, the one that really drained me, to be honest, was toxic relationships. 
I don't know how else to explain the toxicity of relationship. But then this last year, I was involved in conversations that, you know, drained me plenty of back and forth. Conversations that drained me mentally, emotionally, physically. But I mean, not financially anyway. <laughs> I mean, you didn't take my money away, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like. Yeah, it was. It's just something that I don't think I ever want to get myself involved in. Like next year, just avoiding it for my sanity, for my peace of mind. Um, so, so I was going to ask. Sorry. Um, on the toxic relationships you had that you had to go through this year, are you doing anything actively? Well, okay. Let me, let me first of all say sorry about that because I understand how you can be, and yeah, you really said toxic was a bit heavy. And people might actually tend to, shall I say, abuse their space, their opportunities, their chances, their relationship with you because of the way you are. So are you personally taking steps, like putting things in place to make sure things like that or relationship like that don't come to happen or you don't have to experience that kind of thing again? Um, uh, what I'm doing to, to not like find myself in such situation is be selfish about myself, to be honest, because my mental health is a priority right now. Because this year, especially, I mean, I know what I'm saying when I say to- toxic relationship, like the type that triggers anxiety, like those are the kind of like conversations or let me say the kind of relationship I found myself in this year and, um, the kind of, um, relationship that still makes me question myself and you know question my sanity and you know all of those it just makes me feel like am I not doing so what exactly am I doing wrong you know and all of that and yeah like you said what I'm doing (laughs) differently now is being selfish about myself and um put myself first I really I mean I try not to have the I don't care attitude but moving on it might be it might be a mantra, it might be a theme for 2023. I should not give any fuck about anybody or anything and just do my thing. Period. That was deep anyways. And once again, I'm sorry that you had to go through that or experience that kind of thing. It's not something nice at all. And I'm also excited you're putting yourself first in the coming year. I, I would really echo what Aisha said, like, it makes sense to at least always prioritize yourself. Like if something is not cool with you, taking that step back and when you're able to just dealing with it, coming back to deal with it. But I think sadly it's not something that ever goes away anyway. Like what can what you can adjust is how you deal with it. Like people will always come and go with their different, I don't know, wahala and toxicity, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let me just, yeah, so on my own end, um, blue light of the year is going to probably going to be, I had a lot of L's, like I chopped plenty, and yeah, two was really painful, um, I'm guessing because maybe those two are still, are still fresh, I probably had like maybe a couple earlier in the year that I can't remember, but yeah, it was quite painful, and so yeah, moving on from that, I think the other thing that probably drained me a lot this year that I'm also trying to be conscious about is 
considering where I currently am and where I find myself, which is Nigeria at the moment, and where I'm based, it like almost every day you hear news that quite like exhausting and draining and because of that i decided that yes will i allow these things get to me yes will i be mad and angry about the situation yes but will i like fresh down it like make it so deep like overthink it i think i'm not going to do that in the coming year i'm going to be sad get over it be angry about what's like the situation of things are but i'm not going to let it affect me instead i'm just going to like count my blessings try and see family members more hang out with friends more live more basically that's that's what i'm just trying to i think i've got it thank you i think that was really helpful um anyway we've talked about like the things that drained us i believe um should we talk about some of the things we changed our minds on like during the year like maybe you had a certain assumption or you thought that hmm, you would never take conflicts in your life and suddenly you and conflicts are now like besties or something like that so it could be a thing it could be a hobby it could be a person it could be anything right that you change your mind on uh this this year I'm trying to rack my brain, but to be honest, <laughs> I don't think I can. I, I, okay. can, I have one. Like yeah. I can go first. So, um, I, I think one of the things that changed for me was like this idea of coaching or life coaches slash therapy. Like, I, I, I have to be honest. I used to think like, what would I benefit from sitting across someone and telling them all my problems? Like, what, what would they tell me that would be different from what a friend can tell me or what I can tell myself if I have sense, right? So, yeah, I what 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 made me change was at work we have this benefit. I think I'm trying to remember the name, but it's like a life coach slash like you, you can get free sessions. So during one of the cycles earlier on in the year where where I just really got overwhelmed and. This was not simply just because of the work I was doing. It was, be, it was getting to the point where some of my colleagues would say some things and they would just get on my nerves, like things that I wouldn't normally take pee like that. So I was like, okay, babe, this, this doesn't make sense. So I said, let me try this thing for the heck of it. And I went and like, it wasn't like they said something I'd never heard of before, but what the person did was actually give me some tips to deal with how I'm feeling in that moment when they happen. Because guess what? Like how you feel is how you feel. I always say that we have two minds. We have like the rational mind and we have the the one that just does what it wants, right? So in your rational mind, like you might know that this thing is actually not this deep, but your irrational mind, the one that deals with how you feel about something is still going to feel the way it feels, right? So what I learned was, when you are feeling some kind of way about certain things happening at work, like you can just stand up from your desk and do some breathing exercises or count, count or just like hug yourself or something and wait for the intensity of that thing to win before you try to respond to anything. Right. And it's not like, like I said, you're not still going to feel how you feel, but it just 
bring some objectivity into the whole thing where instead of feeling like, oh, this person has said X, Y, Z to me at work, they made me feel A, B, C. And I want to respond immediately to say, you know, you've done this, you've done this, I'm not okay with this. Or, you know, just use some guarded, viewed ways. You know how people do their passive-aggressive thing at the office. Instead of that, you actually take a step back and, you know, calm down, quote-unquote, and even make that choice of, do you even need to respond to this thing, right? Are you going to die if you respond to this thing? Because one of the things the person told me during coaching was, why do I feel like I have to be the one to call out X, Y, Z happening all the time. That it's cool if you feel like, oh, this process doesn't make sense and, you know, you choose to correct it. But don't let what you do always be as a reaction to some of the things people do, right? You can choose to say, okay, I've noted this. I'm not going to deal with this now. I'm going to bring it up later as, you know, I've thought about it extensively or I've taken two minutes to cool off and I really want to talk about it now so yeah that was just a long-winded way of saying coaching and that was the only session I had by the way like this year and that was it for me like it was enough to convince me of the value especially for people who are probably more conflicted about different things and they need to actually do the work to untangle all this um it was enough to convince me about the value of it for you know human beings generally yeah i've i've never been the never ever coaching like to coaching it's just i just never really had anything to talk about that's why i've never like signed up for any of the session on my own my own scenario maybe there are things i don't want to talk about because thinking about it i think they actually things that keep me like angry or rally me up i would think about exploring it anyways but um that aside i don't think i it's, i try to like think about it i don't think i have anything i changed my mind on what came to mind when you were asking if i changed my mind on anything i would say i'm now more conscious about my health this year alone i've i've started taking my supplements very seriously so was there like a thing that happened that made you start taking like your health serious uh, like did you fall sick? Did you feel weak at a point? Like, what was it? What was the moment for you that it changed your Well, I changed my mind before I even felt sick. But yeah, I think it's, it's safe to say that I, I actually had COVID at some point this year. But before then, I already started, like, you know, taking supplements, but I relapsed at some point. I'm like, I think at some point, one particular one finished, and then I, I did not remember to restock. And then, you know, when COVID came, I felt like I could have done better if my immunity was stronger and all of that. And then, you know, it hits me real bad, like real, real bad. In fact, I would say that it was from the last conference I went to this year. It's like I gallivanted the whole of America this year, attending all the conferences. And then the very last conference, I came back with COVID. And then it was really bad. Like, guys, you know, after I had COVID, it started dawning on me that, oh, the whole supplement that I was really taking for granted before the COVID thing, I just needed to like do better. I needed to increase my intake. I needed to be consistent. I think that's the right word. And I also needed to like exercise more. So yeah, I 
I think that's what I really changed my mind about this year. Like taking my health very, very seriously and not just like taking supplements, also exercising, drinking more water. Maybe next year, Sha, I might change my mind about supplements. But I'm still having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that for me to function properly, I have to be on drugs, like for probably the rest of my life. Like, so I like I just like I was functioning fine before as a child. Like, why does this have to change? I literally distrust everything about adulthood. By the way, like I can't any longer. But yeah. Oh my god! The, all these things you guys have said, like it's just giving me uh, PTSD vibes. Like I'm remembering all my. I don't want to talk about it yet, but like I. Like for the major part of this year, I had to be like on different drugs slash injections slash everything else that you can think of. So it's like, honestly, good health is very, very much underrated. And I would just say, if you notice some something about yourself that wasn't there before, or you are feeling differently, even if it's the smallest thing, please, uh, please just carry yourself to the hospital please don't go to pharmacy because i know my people back home that's what they do They'll go to pharmacy besides some place like that go to the hospital and let them check you and they'll tell you what's wrong and you can do what you need to do because genuinely ah, good health is very 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 much underrated anyway to move on we've talked considerably about like what the year looked like the highlights blah 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 are there any new things like you guys would like to explore either individually with your partners or with your husbands or, you know, your other group of friends? What are some of those things that you'd like to try? Feet farm, feet farm. <laughs> Just joking, but yeah, like it's like, I think I really love, it's not even about feet farm for feet farm sake. It's more like for health sake. Like I'm low-key bothered or high-key bothered about my health because of the lack of movement so i'm trying to really incorporate that so i hope i'm more consistent having more body movement cardio like like that kind of stuff and apart from that like i also mentioned this like go out more friends family if possible travel with friends get to see family Aisha, when you said due to lack of movement you might want to like explicitly tell us what you mean actually explained earlier tell your audience that is because you are always like behind your computer like you are working remotely and whatnot i explained earlier like this the kind of work i do i'm mostly like seated with my system and just trying to like make sure i move more like i'm being conscious about that take strolls in the evening as at the least so yeah like I'm scared of having all these diseases that has to come with maybe the next couple of years, lack of my physical activities. So, right. So for me, um, I think the things I want to do next year, I really echo the wellness slash lifestyle changes slash gym. Um, Haisha touched on. Um, our jobs like. We, we sit behind the computer like for long hours um at least five days uh in a week which is not so good if you know how the human body works 
So I don't plan to go crazy because I feel like this year I set some unrealistic expectations on myself on, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do the induction, learn how to use all the machines and just go, go, go. And I didn't do anything. Did you step foot in the gym? No. <laughs> I did. I had a gym like in my house. <laughs> like so. I know that. <laughs> Yeah, so I literally just went for the what they call it, the induct, like the thing, the thing where they teach you how to use the machines, and I never went, I never looked back. <laughs> so I think this year I'm just going to even start with, even if it's just like 15 minutes on the treadmill, twice a week. Let me even just break the jinx and go, and eventually maybe I'll start to work on cardio. Um, you know, glutes or whatever the hell they call them. But just taking it easy. Because one thing about myself is if I pile on too much at the beginning, I just end up just abandoning it once I feel like, oh, I can't deal with this again. I also want to travel a lot. Like, I want to travel this coming year. Um, What held me back last year was majorly because I wasn't even really feeling up to it, Right um due to health reasons one and then i really really hate applying for visas and like if you have a nigerian passport you guys you know what i'm saying like you literally have to apply for visas to go everywhere so i feel like this year i wasn't mentally prepared for that putting in application buying flight tickets booking hotels before you even like get the visa and then waiting for them to come back to you i think like this coming year i I feel like i'm mentally in a better place where i can actually sit down feel ton of form forms because i know that eventually i'm going to go to a place where i'll forget all the stress i've gone through and yeah i think two other things i'd like to do i'm not going to go too deeply into that is i want to make new friends like my style of making friends, like making new friends is usually, oh, a mutual friend introduces me to someone they know and then like we just keep the chain going kind of like that. I feel like there's room for so much more, right? Like, so I'm open to new friendships. So like if you guys feel like you want to reach out to me. You guys should reach out to me on ABF. I'm going to be the one to review all the applications, you guys. So send the application to me. <laughs> we'll forward it to the star girl yeah and i think i'll start commenting on people's twitter yeah so i think that's what i want to do too for instagram story i think i have this bad habit of just so this is it i pick up my 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 phone and open instagram when i'm mentally trained so i don't have the the mental capacity to actually reply response or engage so i just like use it to pass time relax so I think, and I think that's the bad thing sometimes. Like I should actually just tell this person, oh, you look good. Hey, congratulations. Hey. It is very, very bad. But, but wait, my reason is valid too now. I just told you the reason why I don't do that. Because I literally have no mental capacity to evoke. Then what you can do is dedicate some, maybe 20 minutes. Dedicate some 20 minutes when you are not mentally drained where you genuinely just want to carry your phone and then check for your check-in. I've heard you, I'll try. <laughs> I know it's actually a bad habit and I feel it, it makes me lose connection with people because the one of the ways I've seen people keep like conversation, relationships going, like I don't talk to everybody every day. You don't like 
check up on people every day, but getting to reply on their story and their status actually just makes you feel hey, like on their conversation, on their on their opinions. Yeah, I am I, um, yeah, I'm connected to this person kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but me I only open social media when I'm like, let me just relax and I'm just tapping and tapping and tapping and tapping. But I really fancy like maybe engage people more. I hope I will but yeah, get out of my show because I'm like the ghost of a ghost on social media. Me, I even want to be outside. Like, I'm not even just talking social media. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm chill. Like, tomorrow now, I'm going out with someone I've never met before, right? And we're going to have something called Shehaiti Lokwenis. She are like a proper British kinekokinik. I'm sure I'm going out. I'm dressing nice. I'm going to take pictures, all those things. So I want to do more of that this coming year. I just want to be outside. Like, I just want to be outside. That's same here so i want to like go out physically so if you want to be outside alongside me if you guys are planning any travel like please involve me i'm ready i'm ready for you people call me (laughs) yeah i wanted to make reference to what aisha said before about commenting and all of that you know one thing i noticed in this 2022 especially is i really connected with like a lot of people like let me just say i made like genuine um connection with a lot of people based on just you know commenting and responding to like some things they post not necessarily like stories i mean it could be like a major post and you know from there the conversation starts and then we go to the dm and then you realize that you have like a lot in common with some people that you probably would never have known if you did not like initiate some kind of conversation you know as little as oh nice you look really good blah 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 and all of that i mean me i'm like normally i'm like the social media person but then what i did this year again was actively like intentionally comment on people's posts and just let them feel good about themselves i mean i know like originally i hide people and all of that but even people i don't talk to you know wish them well congratulate them and then from there we start communicating and then i have like some really really meaning communicate um, conversations with some people because of that and i'm really grateful for like those kind of friendships and um Moving on to new things that I would like to explore. I think a major thing I would like to explore in the coming year is solo traveling. Like I really want to like explore a lot of places by myself or myself with myself. (laughs) Yeah, I want to like explore like a lot of places by myself. I also want to do like some group travelings, you know, share good moments and all of that. And Another very important thing I really want to do in the coming year is I want to like make new friends. I actually had this goal getting like going into 2022. Like I wanted to make new friends. I did make some new friends, but I really like to make more friends and you know, friends that that are like me and also friends from different culture. I really do not have friends from other culture and to think I went to a school that has different culture and all of that and I still mingle with the like black so let me just say nigerians yeah so i mean we've talked so much about ourselves right what about our listeners how do we recommend they go into the new year what are some tips we think might be helpful that we are also going to use ourselves to say you know make sure we just have the best year i'm really not the type of person that 
have this, I want to do this next year, like major, major goals I like, like a lot of people, do. I don't know how to explain it, that at the end of the day, if you don't tend to achieve, it becomes sad or this kind of thing. So I think I'm just going to say, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, take every day as it comes, as a blessing. Be happy. To be honest, me, I'm just, I don't think I have this serious, serious things that I set out to do next year. It's more like just a more relaxed approach to life, to be honest. And I think it's fine to also take a step back and live, like, live in the moment, appreciate the moment, create memories. Yep, I agree with you. I totally, Aisha, I think you really echoed a lot of the things I wanted to touch on. So for me, I had like all the people that are there to you very close and make sure they really know it's like at the end of the day, we and you, you should not be um living to work. You should be working to live, like go out to dinner, go for lunches, take walks, whatever you need to do to enjoy your life, you know, make sure you're doing it with the people you love and, you know, just just enjoy enjoy your life life can be very short it can also be really long so at all times whatever you're doing make sure you're enjoying it at the same time like if you've done some things last year that didn't quite go the way you wanted them to go or wanted it to go like try a new approach right like if you keep beating the armor in the same direction it's not going to work like it's not going to change it's just going to keep denting that same place so you know, maybe take a step back, like Aisha said, maybe even abandon the thing, like try something else. Like just make sure you're not using the same approach you used the last time, you know, to whatever you're trying and try new things as well. Like go bungee jumping if you can read a book for God's sake. Like if you, <laughs> you've not read in a while, like watch movies, whatever you need to do, right? Try anything um give yourself grace as well like things will not always go the way you want it to go give yourself some grace take it easy on yourself like me i'm really happy with myself this year for example like some things i really wanted to do i didn't have the stock or the bandwidth to pick up and i didn't do it this year it's perfectly fine as long as i'm alive i can try again next year and if I don't do it next year, I can try again when I'm 50, if I get to 50. So life is not so deep. Give yourself grace. Um, yeah, as much as you're looking to the future, look backwards as, as well. Like take stock of where you be, where you are coming from and take stock of where you're trying to get to. Chances are when you look at things that way, you have a more balanced view as opposed to looking at other people or trying to say, oh, my mates are already on this level, I'm not there yet, or, you know, I'm already on X level, I need to quickly get to Y, you know, things like that. So for me, look at yourself, look at your past, and look at where you want to get to, and it will give you a more balanced view. I think that's it for me. I think you see what I might want to share as well. You, you've not said anything about this, right? Honestly, you've said, like you guys have said a lot, like you already said my mind and um I wanted to add like when you mentioned something about um don't get too hard on yourself and all of that. I mean we cannot always have it figured out. Just, you know, take it slow with yourself and then 
say this one is too official. What I really wanted to say is catch cruise. Like catch as many cruise as you can next year. Post memes too because me, I'm going to post plenty of memes next year. And do things that make you happy. Do plenty of TikTok because that's another thing I want to do next year. I'm going to be doing plenty of TikTok. God willing. Yeah, most importantly, just live. Exactly. Live. Enjoy. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to us on this uh, episode, this special episode. Uh, uh, we're going to be back 2023 with more content for you and hopefully content that actually connects all of us together. I don't know if Aisha or Isiwa want to give any last um, words or if we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Bye. Star Girl signing out. Bye. Bye.